Hey, welcome to the podcast where a female talks about other females, but like, not in a shit-talking way, in like a you-go-Glen-Coco way. Listening to Punk Like Her, and I'm Bianca da Silva, your rambling host. So let me ramble you a story. The year was 1994. Maybe it was 93, maybe 95, but like you get it. Prime 90s years, you know? And I was like a, a wee doe eyed child observing the world in a bright eyed and bushy tailed way. Riot Girl and grunge music were fading into a pop-punk abyss and sitting in the back of my parents' car, driving through the city, we passed by pools of squeegee punks. Something caught my eye, and it was a mess of blue Liberty Spikes sitting like a crown atop a punk's head. I wanted, no, needed, blue hair. It was only in the year 2007 that I finally get my hands on a small tub of blue hair dye that would ruin the bathroom rug and give me my dream hair. Yeah, we're talking Tish and Snookies, manic panic. Y'all can't see me, but I haven't had my natural hair color since 2007. So if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to bet that you've sat on a toilet reading a jar of manic panic, and if you haven't, Manic Panic is the most readily available hair dye for what's known in the hairdressing world as fashion colors. But known to me as really cool punk hair colors, their slogan is live fast and dye your hair. It's vegan, it's ammonia free, and if you're not careful, it'll stain the fuck out of your bathtub. This isn't an ad, this isn't an endorsement for Manic Panic. I am legit going to talk to you about the founders of Manic Panic. And they're like a huge part of of punk rock. So Manic Panic might not be my first choice in hair dye today, but as a teenager, they were the only choice. Also, if you have naturally light hair, fuck you. I had to two-step this shit with bleach. Because my hair is dark as fuck, naturally, and just not supportive of a neon blue head of hair. Anyway, so back to reading the tub of Manic Panic on the toilet. You're reading it, and you see it's made by Tish and Snooky. Who the fuck are Tish and Snooky? No, they're not cast members of the Jersey Shore. They predate the Jersey Shore. They are historical figures in the world of punk rock, and today we talk about not one but two fabulous women in punk. So let's start with the basics. Tish and Snooky Belomo are a pair of badass sisters. While they don their hair in rainbow colors in interviews, they speak fondly of their mother who rocked a white head of hair. Now, while embracing your gray or white hair might be the norm now, back when they were growing up, you were supposed to hide your age and your grays and diet and and just live at the salon, apparently. Both sisters attended New York City's High School of Music and Art. It is now called LaGuardia High School. Yes, that is the same high school that the Luna Chicks attended. Snooky went on to get her bachelor's degree in English 
at NYU, and Tish went on to study fashion design. I don't know where, but the Fashion Institute of Technology is also New York City, so I'm going to assume that. I'm going to make wild assumptions. I'm announcing it as a wild assumption, so there we go. So while they were in school, they were also uh, Blondie's original backup singers. Snooki would work on her homework backstage between sets. Meanwhile, Tish was refurbishing clothes and designing stage outfits for what would shape the punk style for decades to come. With Snooki's help, Tish created looks for big CBGB names such as the B-52s. On July 7th, 1977, the pair opened a boutique in New York's St. Mark's Place. With apparently only a can of black paint and $250. In case you were wondering, because I was wondering, $250 in 1977 is the equivalent to about $1,200 today. They had some help from their friends kind of setting up the shop and painting those ugly floors black. Um, but yeah, they, they, they were doing it on their own. DIY. The second thing, St. Mark's Place is an iconic punk area in Manhattan. I say area and not borough because it's only like two or three blocks of like all these punk alternative and kinky stores. It's been a while since I've been to New York City, but last time I was there, these stores were more like weird art exhibits. There's a thrift store with like a huge window display of doll heads. Uh, Trash and Vaudeville is also in St. Mark's Place. I just remember everything there being stupid expensive, so my broke ass was left rather quickly. Um, and if you have a sordid past of watching trash TV, like me, Trash and Vaudeville uh, was featured in the show Breaking Amish when uh, they go to redo their style dramatically. Anyway. So the store was in the hub of the iconic punk area of New York. There was no back store, no warehouse location. Tish was designing and crafting their products in the store itself. Tish and Snooki would fly back and forth from England, bringing back hair dyes and clothing to sell. They'd also bring vintage American sunglasses to England to sell there. No opportunity was lost. In 1989, they lost their lease, and they had to move their business into one of their boyfriend's apartments. This just sounds like a tight squeeze, because New York apartments are already hella small. Uh, but a gal's gotta do what a gal's gotta do, right? Apparently, they had boxes of hair dye stacked up to the ceiling in this apartment, so it just seems nuts. Anyway... They never had any investors, and they always ran things themselves. Tish and Snooki don't just peddle their product. They're, they're using it themselves, often in their uh, Long Island office. Just, you know, dyeing your hair and filing some paperwork. What a life. If you guys are hiring, I know the product well, and I can probably learn how to talk in a proper Long Island accent if you give me the chance. So what have they been up to lately besides, you know, having a head office in Long Island, as I briefly mentioned? Uh, they're still singing in rock bands, and they're running Manic Panic, and 
They have a few salons in California and one in Times Square. Snooky is learning to play the harp and Tish has two sons. And that's where they are today. And I have a whole bunch of fun facts for you. So buckle in. Tish designed Manic Panic's logo, font, and packaging herself. So she is working that design degree. 15% of Manic Panic's profits go to charity. It's a whole diverse range of charities, but they always include uh, breast cancer-related charities because Snooki is a breast cancer, breast cancer survivor. Tish and Snooki's line of lipsticks include a color called CS Red. The secret fun fact is that CS stands for cocksucker, so it's cocksucker red. An homage to an old friend who used the term often when referring to a certain type of red lipstick. And the last fun fact, Snooki used to keep her hair in these like fiery shades of red and orange for years and years and years. But after she went into remission, it just reminded her of all the heat relating to chemo and radi radiation. So she, sift so she shifted her look and went for cooler colors like blue and purple. I know that was a short episode, but I jam-packed it with fun facts. And I think it was pivotal to talk about the weird-ass hair colors you find in the punk world and where they came from. Um, I know that uh, black women have been weaving colored hair in, into their own hair for, for, for ages, and I don't want to say that Tish and Snooki or the punk scene invented incorporating different colors into your hair. Uh, I don't know the history of black hair. Uh, I'm not the person to speak on it. I just know that uh, I don't know where punk panic panic sits in that timeline. Anyway, please like, subscribe, follow everything having to do with punk like her. You'll be able to find my sources on punklikeher.com. Uh, special thanks to The Leftovers. As always, they provided the theme song. Uh, they just released a new album, so you should go check them out. Um, and hopefully they have a whole bunch of shows this summer. I need to follow up and see what their schedule is like so I can let you guys know. Um, all the best. Take care.